Dragon is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. Well, I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. It's the Pat okay. and AJ Podcast. I'm a- I'm just going to start with this, and, and it's going to be weird, especially with AJ here, but she'll she'll be in on it. Uh-oh. We're actually going to talk about football for like 10 minutes. So, <laughs> But it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, and like, if that's not your thing, cool. Just fast forward like 10, 15 minutes. Listen, football's not my but, thing either, but even this, this oh weekend fascinated me too. But before we get into, you know, in-depth talk, here's what I just want to put out in the universe right now. Is that even my son uh, is excited for the Super Bowl halftime show? Oh which, my yeah. God! It's like it's yeah. not real. Which, it's incredible. Yeah, for those of you who may or may not have known, the Pepsi halftime show uh, this year is featuring Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, uh, Kendrick Lamar, and Mary J. Blige. Oh my right? God! Amazing. I just orgasmed. Yeah. <laughs> What's weird about that is she's never orgasmed in our marriage. No, no. But this Super Bowl halftime show. Um, But no, so, you know, so it's a huge Super Bowl halftime show. Yes, even my 15-year-old who really, like, and my best friend was shocked about this because he's like, well, Kendrick Lamar is like the young one out of them. So who's your kid excited for? I'm like... M. Dre Snoop, because yeah. my kid has discovered a lot of their music, and we've heard this how many times now, like through uh, TikTok and through other yeah. viral means. Like he's got like a really, um, he's got a, an older taste in music, yeah. mainly because he's able to discover so much of it. What what's the T shirt you bought him the other day? I bought him an Ice Cube shirt because he, he loves he it. loves Ice Cube. <laughs> But and it's funny because me and my son, he hit me with this the other day because he knows like the new Ice Cube. And I, of course, grew up with the fuck the police Ice Cube. And like he asked me, like, Dad, what's your favorite Ice Cube movie? I go, well, I go, let me think about it. I go, how about you? And he goes, are we there yet? (laughs) I I, I go, okay. And then I I like legit sat there for a minute and and I go, boys in the hood. Yeah. I mean, so it just. When what was I, the movie he said he wanted to? He wants to watch um, Friday. He wants to watch Friday, Half Baked, uh, and Terminator Two, and, and Don't Be a Menace. And Don't Be a Menace. Those are the ones. Which I, you know, like the '90s kid yeah. in me is like, yes, let's watch them all. So you know, my kids excited for this halftime show. They released the uh, YouTube trailer, which if you haven't, go watch that. It's amazing. It's a cinematic masterpiece. Um, and so you know, it sounds like and 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 by the way, when I say this is going to be a fun halftime show, I have no doubt that means half the people watching will hate. Will hate it. Right? it yeah, I mean, that's how it is every year. But uh, so with all that going on, I'm just putting this out there in the universe right now before we get into football talk for this episode. Um, if we don't get a hologram Nate dog <laughs> to come out and tell us, hold up, wait, <laughs> and to remind us that we smoke weed every, every day. day, yeah. I don't, I mean, come on, dude, Dr. Dre, you're a billionaire. You made a billion fucking dollars with pop- that Apple Beats deal. I say it would, and, and that's just one of his many deals. Yeah, so, that, he has a lot of deals. Like, you can say, afford. I was going to say, let's say the Nate Dog hologram cost a million dollars. He's million the kind dollars. of guy who could have a million dollars in, you like, petty cash in his wallet. Notice I'm not even asking for the Tupac hologram, because no. I think it's been done already by Coachella, but I think having a Nate Dog hologram yeah. pop up. Come 
Oh! I mean, you might as well blow it out of the park. It's already an incredible show. Just, it just toss it in there. It looks pretty awesome. Excited. See, you didn't expect that coming from us today, did no. you? Nobody thought about it. Listen, that, I'm did. branching out, okay? The older I get, the more open I get to um, liking things I didn't like well, before. This... I've become a wrestling fan. Now, listen, this does not mean I'm going to become a football fan. <laughs> I still, I, I'm, I'm. It's all about baby stuff. I'm right? so scarred by football growing up that I, mean, I still really hate it. But, but... Look, look at us. Here I am hiking in the mountains with you. Here you are watching wrestling with me. You never, never, Branch... you never know what life's going to give you. Branch. Out. Although I, I'm not going to lie to you, I've really enjoyed seeing the uh, glorious downfall of Aaron Rodgers oh, this boy. season. Uh, so yes, on this episode, not the next episode. No. You like that little tie <laughs> back there? To the Hold song. up! Hold up! Wait, dork. I have a whole story, by the way. My first real encounter hanging out with a celebrity was Nate Dog. Was it really? One day we'll talk about it. Okay. It involves his hotel room. And if you've ever wondered what it's like at one of those after parties, yes. How about what? That's it. How yes. about that's the uh, hold up? That's the next that's episode. That's the next episode. I'll tell you about the Nate Dogg. We've got story. this one planned already. Next like episode, this. though, Nate Dogg. Next episode. That'll I'll be Friday's Nate podcast, Nate Dogg. Hold up. Hey. <laughs> no, uh, we are uh, recording this here on Monday, the 29th, I believe. Fourth. It is. Four, 24th. Uh, we just wrapped up the uh, first round divisional playoffs uh, with the NFL and uh, the the playoffs. And this is the time of the year when, you know, I'm a Bears fan, so I'm, I'm usually watching it on TV. Uh, not my team. Not your course, team, yeah. But I, I, I choose to watch other teams. And arguably, some say we just saw what could have been the greatest weekend of professional football ever played. So I didn't watch either game. But I did, and and tell me if this is accurate. Go ahead. Uh, the tweet I saw was that um, the most incredible playoff games in history were won in the last like three minutes. Yes. Okay. Yes. It was it, it was a litany of uh, you know kickers uh, hitting those you know as time expires kicks. Uh, it, it was also extraordinary last minute plays. Um, in the Buffalo Bills Kansas City Chiefs game, where literally within like you know the last couple of minutes, the lead goes back and forth multiple times. Uh, but kickers definitely, and I would say just playing to the final second is what highlighted this weekend. Is that you just play till the game is over? The game's never over. You keep playing till it says zero zero on the clock. That's what I'd say is the overall okay. like lesson from this weekend. But it was it was phenomenal. It was a a, a fantastic weekend of football that saw uh, two golden gods um, essentially fall from grace. Well, it's it's uh, really kind of a, a era ending weekend. And what they mean in that is, is that the NFL, for better or for worse, is ran by quarterbacks, yeah. right? The, you know, the quarterback eras. And they say it's the end of an era with the Brady's and the Rodgers yesterday. And it's the beginning of these eras of the Patrick Mahomes. Guys who've already won, but we've still been in the shadow of like Tom Brady being the greatest thing ever. Well, that was the other tweet I saw. And again, just as somebody who doesn't follow football, nor do I care? Um, but yes. it is interesting to yeah. read about it. I mean, this weekend you yeah. could not get away no, from it. You, no, you still can't. This morning I went it's on Twitter. Huge. I'm like, y'all are yeah. still tweeting about it. I'm like, it's yes. Monday morning. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of the tweets was, uh, I guess they can't use the excuse that it's just the quarterbacks now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so it's, you know, the quarterbacks do not win the game for the no. team. It's a team effort. Listen, as a guy whose, you know, uh, uh, last attempt at the playoffs ended in a famous double doink for his team. Double doink. The famous Chicago Bears double doink kick that doinked the wrong way and ended our season. Uh, yes, a great kicker uh, should be involved, which, by the way, warms my Chicago Bear heart. 
that uh, former Chicago Bear, current San Francisco 49er, Robbie, good as gold, was able to uh, basically end Aaron Rodgers' career in Green Bay. It was very cute it was to see so all, great of, to, all oh. of the Bears fans. Like, that was amazing. Even Robbie Gold, it's, and this is going around, you can see it. There's a video, of course, as soon as that happens in Lambeau, you know, the media rushes the field and you start getting yeah. all, all your footage. And, like, the, the clips going around Chicago saying, Robbie Gold, once a bear, always a bear. The first thing he does after nailing the kick is runs up to the first player and goes, yeah, fuck the Packers. <laughs> and it's just like something that like a Bears fan or Bears oh, totally. player would say, ah, fuck the Packers. But It's interesting to watch from an outside perspective, especially yeah. because, and, and listen, you you can't understand the, even Wisconsin, I don't even think Wisconsinites can understand Packers fandom until you've lived in or near Green Bay, yeah. which we did for seven-ish months. We did, yeah. Um, it was a very ra- very quick radio stint we did up there in the middle of winter. Do not recommend. When Brett Favre retired. Yes. The first um, time. And that's why it's interesting for me because I was on the air when Brett Favre retired. And I literally remember the afternoon guy telling me, don't talk about it because people are going to cry. Like he was depressed. He, he, was, was, he, was, he was a yeah. legitimate, I have... Uh, and born, he's a lifelong, he's born and yeah, raised like there. Born and raised there. I grew up in the neighborhood of Lambeau. Yeah. This is my life. We cannot imagine our great leader at the time. Little did they know yeah. that, of course, they were he about to... He wasn't really going away. They, well, one, he wasn't going away. But two, they were about to enter another the, era of domination with a different guy. But he was that upset he where was he that, said, and don't he also talk knew, about Yeah, he also knew that I don't care about football. So he's like, don't come off as callous. And I'm like, I'm not. And, and actually, I wouldn't... Totally against what he said. We talked about Brett Favre all night. I just took phone calls all night letting people... Yeah. What do you think? Say it. ...vent yeah. about it. Yeah, and yeah. It, it was perfect. People, I mean, there were people who were legitimately, legitimately upset, but I don't think anybody saw another great quarterback coming for in long. for the Packers. And- but I also... Um, his fall from grace has been uh, poignant. It is odd and to say necessary, Aaron. My God. Well, he's excelled it. What he's done is yeah, Aaron he sped it up. He um he figured out that people wanted a villain, so he he gave him one yeah. right, and, and I fully believe that because if you go twelve months ago, Aaron Rodgers is on top of the world. Yeah. He's he's hosting Jeopardy. Yeah. Bringing in, by the way, the biggest ratings of all the guest hosts during that stint. He's still Jesus in Wisconsin a year ago. <laughs> a year ago. A year ago. So he's on top of the world with the Jeopardy thing. People in uh, Wisconsin, of course, still love him because, uh, you know, they, they there isn't the drama yet yeah. about the, you know, is he going to return and him kind of squeezing the organization. A year ago, remember, we always said, we're like, man, Aaron Rodgers has not made Never a mistake. Never made a mistake. We're like, we, 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 we love his commercials. Yeah. We love that he's just a little you know like like off kilter we kind of love that he publicly beefs with his family because yeah, that makes like, him more relatable everything about but him but he hadn't great. done anything to make you hate him yet and then like the first you know crack the first chink in the armor starts with some of the drama in the preseason and that's kind of you know really held to not just wisconsin but the packers faithful yeah because even on the overall when that's happening folks go oh he's gonna end up he's not gonna retire he's not going anywhere he's not going any and sure enough there's a little bit of drama ruffles a little bit of feathers but when it comes time he shows up it's also incredible how he can talk 
so much public shit about the team he plays for, and they keep it. And well, because like but, that's but how like you that's, know how much clout he has. But like that's the thing, though, is that a lot of it, and I think a lot of us can agree with this in any workplace. When you say shit like that, it's often because you want the organization to function better. Yes, I right? agree. Yeah. You're saying it because you're like you want a Super Bowl. I'm trying to bring you a Super Bowl, and we need to fix X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Oops, I'm not supposed to say that, but you're going to look at me next season when we don't get to the and Super say Bowl. You were right. Yeah. Right? So, you know, he kind of starts a little bit bit of the bubble, settles down. But he got the pass because he got yeah. a pass from the public because it was about football. It was about, yeah, exactly. It was very about very football, confined yeah. to, like I said, the Packers faithful. Season starts. He's got a fantastic uh, stretch of winning after a few missteps. He's got the goofy hair, right? He does, and the, then yeah, the quarantine. Yeah, hair. then he does the 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 the, the Halloween uh, outfit that everyone's like, "Oh, that's why you did the hair. You want to be Keanu Reeves?" Oh, yeah, that man, was funny. so great. He's winning. Everyone's like MVP. The Packers are going all the way, and then the COVID thing happens. And it just that, and we've discussed that. And I'm not going to discuss it again. But it was multidimensional, and it had so many little nooks and crannies yeah. that allowed this character to then be taken down, um, or at least viewed critically by the general public. Yeah. Now you're outside of football. Yeah. People, you're outside of sports. People, you're in the news. People like me who don't give a shit about football are like, "Oh, Aaron Rodgers isn't he the the quarterback for the Packers? Man, what a dick! Yeah. Like he put his whole team and every other team he came in contact with at risk." Just to make a point. And, and and then you get into all types of questions of, of honesty and trustworthiness yeah. and, you know, all types of things, right? Now, so that kind of, you know, in the general public now, he becomes someone who is, all right, he's, there's a bunch of people who just because of his views are going to hate him now, right? Yeah. So that's happening. Um, and then, of course, that involves a missed game. That involves a loss for the team. That involves fines, not only against himself, which are nothing, and against the team, which, again, are nothing in the to grand them, scheme. Yeah. But financially now, you cost your team. Yeah. And then... And the, then the, the MVP thing happened, where saying, the one guy on the voting panel said, I'm not going to vote for him. Aaron Rodgers comes out and says, this guy's a bum, he, he, which you're like, ooh. Like, well, this he is just turned it into more of an anti-vax thing, where he yeah. said, this guy hates me because I'm anti-vax. And the guy's reasoning was, no, I just don't think you're the most valuable player. No. I don't think you were. Um, so that was, I mean, that didn't hurt, but it was it was not good either. And, and it just, what happens is, for better or for worse, and again, this is some of the reasons why we, we were just talking about why we like the guy. He speaks his mind. Yeah. He did not shut the fuck up after the COVID thing. And he, yeah. every week he took his media appearances. Every week he continued to say what he's going to say. Let me tell you, as somebody who works in the news now, um, the Aaron Rodgers stuff has been absolute gold because he hasn't stopped talking. Yeah, like, he gives you new material, Yeah, right? part of my job is to cut audio for, yeah. for radio. And anytime I needed Aaron yeah. Rodgers' audio, yeah. like, spouting off at his mouth, yeah. it was there. It was Rogers, not hard to find. Rodgers is great, just like a, a good politician like Trump, right? Yeah. Like, he knows how to give you audio. If going, I control yeah. the narrative, then maybe I can win. Yeah. So, you know, Aaron Rodgers, for better or for worse, never shut the fuck up about this. And his ultimate revenge, much like Brady after Deflategate, um, <laughs> would have been to go all the way yeah. and win. And then you have, you know, he's... Then you can't hate him because he won him, for your right? team. And, you know, he's... Like, he talked a lot of shit, but he backed it up. Exactly. And that's what ended uh, yesterday. And now it's the inevitable... 
fall from grace where um, they lose a game that no one entertained losing, even him. I mean, he really was shell shook. Do you see the pictures of him afterwards? I mean, he, he was, was shook because like, huh? he said, I did not entertain the idea of us not winning this game. That's how short sure was in his that's mind. so pompous. And whether or not that's pompous or that's a sports thing where you have to envision yourself sure, a winner. Yeah. Right. You can't envision yourself a loser. You're yeah. not. You're a winner. But, but it doesn't always work. <laughs> no. And, and so now it is this inevitable what happens, right? So what happens with Rodgers? Um, is there any chance he stays in Green Bay? I don't think so. He's already openly. He almost kind of gave the goodbye speech yesterday. He talked about how much the organization has meant to him. The fans. Because they have been a part of his life for yeah. like, what is it, 17 years? It's been a long it's time. an amazing yeah. amount of time. Um, He's the, he, he is up there with Favre. He yeah, is. So he pretty much gave this semi goodbye speech at the presser even though he's not publicly confirming but he said you know let this settle in and i'm going to figure out what's going to happen in free agency yeah he basically he knows he's not going to be he knows he's leaving now the question is does he retire or does he go somewhere to try to get another ring i will say this again the biggest kick in the ass excuse me ah, ass thank you very much <laughs> The biggest kick in the ass for Green Bay has to be over the period of 30 years having two Hall of Fame quarterbacks and only having won two Super Bowls. Yeah, it's a, a little strange. I'm a Bears fan, and we got one in there, yeah. right? And we've had 97 fucking quarterbacks. <laughs> but arguably, Green Bay's had two of the greatest of all time back-to-back for huge lengths of time. I mean, you have to ask, like, what's the problem here? It's, you know, exactly. you, you can't keep, What is it? You can't keep just putting your entire Super Bowl hopes on your yeah. quarterback because it's not working. Twice in a row, it hasn't worked. So, you know, what does Aaron Rodgers do? Does he pull a Tom Brady? Does he go somewhere just to prove that I can do it somewhere else? It does appear from an, again, from an outside perspective, somebody, I haven't followed any of their games. I couldn't tell you what they won, what yeah. they lost. Um, but from an outside perspective, it definitely appears as though his ego just got to his head he yeah. felt like i can say anything do anything i want and and but but if we win it's fine but then he didn't win and now he's like oh That's shit it. and like he needed that he yeah. needed to 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 keep the narrative of and his narrative is kind of turned into i'm they're trying to cancel me and i don't think anyone is no. i don't i don't really believe in I, cancel I have, culture i have no doubt that he'll end up on another team if he wants yeah to. And, and and you know he kind of played this martyr for a while and no offense dude but the only person who can really play a martyr is Kaepernick? Yeah, well, yeah. I'm he's, sorry, he's like you. Been, yeah, yeah, you are. You are not being canceled. Kaepernick was canceled. He was canceled. You're not being canceled, Aaron Rodgers. So you know, it's it's he's lost the mouthpiece because now yeah. you're out, right? You that's it. You're done. It's over. And now it's like, what is that next step? And I don't know. I mean, I don't know what it's like for Packers fans no. right now. Again, I'm a Bears fan. It's a goddamn mess all the time. <laughs> I'm used to chaos and just. That's the, why I felt like you fit in so well in Michigan because you really. Really Lions, connected yeah. with Lions fans. Speaking of the Lions, by the way, I even uh, texted some of our our old Lions faithful, including our good friend Alex, who is uh, doing something in the world now. I don't know what, but we first met her through her work at, at the Humane, the Society, Humane yeah. Society, Genesee County, Michigan. But huge Matthew Stafford fan, huge Lions fan, and I texted her and I said, "How about that, Matthew motherfucking Stafford? <laughs> Matt Stafford and the Los Angeles Rams shut." down the goat and they send tom brady home and that's i think the uh i think and don't quote me on this because again 
and Twitter was just chock full. Oh, like you almost, Twitter was fire this could, weekend. For, fire! for somebody like me who didn't care, um, trying to find tweets not about football was really hard. Nope. Um, but I think the Lions like tweeted a picture of Stafford in the Lions jersey as like a reminder. <laughs> Yep, sorry, man. Like, it just goes to show, like you said, sometimes it's more than a quarterback. And sometimes... We have to... And again, I I don't know anything about the game, but just on paper... Stop putting it all on your quarterbacks. Yeah. Your quarterbacks are not the entire goddamn team, and they're not making it happen. So, hey, it's a team well, effort. And not only team, but it's an organizational effort. Yeah. It's a it's a culture effort, right? Yeah. Like, are you in a winning culture? Obviously, Detroit for Matthew Stafford was not a winning culture. It was no. not a winning environment. He wasn't able to do it. And look at this guy go to L.A. under new leadership, yeah. under a new flag, and these and guys, they and they win, and they, and they shut down time. Tom Brady, and now we enter into the same discussions as you do with Aaron Rodgers. Well, I was going to say, the does same, Brady hang yeah, it up? Yeah, the same thing. I mean, Matthew Stafford's a great example, like mm-hmm. you said. You know, maybe Aaron Rodgers does need to go to another team, and go maybe to he'll a take him. Maybe it was the Packers as a whole. Yeah, go to the Steelers. Go to Denver. Like, right? I don't, listen, I don't like him for what he said. I think he's kind of a pompous dick at this but point. He's but talented. He's very talented, and maybe all, all he needs is a yeah. different organization. He's a once in a lifetime kind of player, yes. and it's weird to see a once in a lifetime player. You leave the game with one ring. But I like how finally, like with Matthew Stafford, people yeah. are saying, oh, look, it's not Fuck. just the quarterback. It's the entire team, the all the Fire. coaches, everybody. Like, we just have to stop, you know, um, like lifting up these quarterbacks yeah. to the top of everything because they're not. This is a team effort. I watched that drive, man, with, uh, you know, that final minute of that game, watching Matthew Stafford. And then, of course, you have what they're calling to wrap up what's already like an insane weekend right already like games are off you're seeing golden gods get upset by you know other teams and then you end it um with what they're calling the greatest playoff football game in nfl history between the kansas city chiefs and the buffalo bills in kansas city at arrowhead stadium where essentially a lead is changing at lightning fast paces up until the very last second, which sends us into overtime, which sends Patrick Mahomes to the Super Bowl. It's a new era of superstar, man. So explain to me, because again, don't care, don't pay attention. Isn't there another weekend of playoff games? Now we get into the AFC and NFC championship. So what you had is your first round was the wild card, right? So those are all the teams that were good, but not quite good enough. And they all played for a spot in this past weekend's, you know, uh, uh, games, divisional rounds. They played the divisional, and now you're playing, there's two leagues, right? The NFL has two sides. AFC, the NFC. NFC. Okay. Now these two teams are playing for the AFC and NFC championships, and whoever wins that goes to the Super goes Bowl. Goes to the Super Bowl. Okay. One goes representing the NFC, okay. one goes representing the AFC. Thank you. That's all I needed. And of course, AJ cares about the halftime show. Yeah. But you know I think a lot of people care about the halftime show. By the this way, year. my my kid did ask when when watching the Pepsi halftime show teaser, you know, on YouTube. So who's in the game? Like who's playing in the game? <laughs> Isn't it funny that we don't yeah. even know yet? I, mean, I don't but. even know who's in a game yet. I don't fucking care who's in a game. <laughs> Regardless, I don't know if the game can keep up with what happened this past weekend in the league. Wouldn't that be funny if these games were more exciting than the Super Bowl ends up being? Uh, I don't think that's funny. I think that's a True. fact. True. <laughs> we have Michael Sams, college football player, came out as gay before the NFL draft. And all the, the general managers and the scouts, mm, mm, I don't know. 
I don't know, he's gay, he's gay, man. Gotta worry about the NFL morals clause. The what? There's an NFL morals clause? See, I didn't know because last season when I was watching the game, the dog killer threw a pass to the wife beater who got tackled by the attempted murderer. And at no point did the morals clause kick in. We have a picture in our living room that I think we're both going to end up getting uh, tattooed. And we've featured this on all of our socials, and people just fucking go bonkers. We'll post it again. Every time about it. Because it might be hard to find now. It's um, it's a gecko in Hawaii that I took a picture of, and uh, he's smiling at me. Like, I mean, the gecko posed and looked up and like was like, oh, we're doing an, an, an IG photo yeah, shoot. Yeah, Pat got like a portrait mode photo of this yeah. gorgeous gecko, like up yeah. close. Because I realized after a few clicks, oh, you're going to let me get funky. So I started doing portrait mode. I, I, got, I, got, I got different filters on it. This happened in Hawaii in, in uh, Captain Cook, and it's, it's, it's a very... Uh, interesting day for us because it's the day that AJ broke her foot, right? AJ broke her foot when we were on a whale watching tour. And while she was being uh, x-rayed at the local hospital, I decided to go for lunch, right? Yeah, I was like, don't sit here and wait for me. This It's yeah. the ER. This could take all day. And uh, I uh, went to a place called Shaka Tacos. Oh, it's so good. They're in Captain Cook. <gasps> Um, little little food truck that yeah. just stays in one place. It's it amazing. The first time I found him, and since then, I've become like fucking friends with the owners. I've been there so many times, Tuesdays and Thursdays, $2 tacos. Darn right. Um, but so I end up going there to eat, right? And I get me some tacos, and they have a very nice sitting area where you can overlook Captain Cook. The ocean's fucking gorgeous. I'm sitting there eating my tacos, waiting to hear back from my wife. And uh, this little gecko, of course, you're in Hawaii. There's lots of geckos. You're everywhere, yeah. Uh, kind of strolls up uh, to me and my tacos. And uh, just looks up, and we have this photo shoot. And I take these photos. They're absolutely amazing. People look at me. They think they're fake. Uh, It's real. It's very real. They they think they're digital. Well, and and then the funny part is after I got out of the ER, Pat was like, are you hungry? you got to have tacos from this place. So we went, and um, the geckos now, like, it's very clear. They know they can get attention and food from people. Oh, yeah. Taco time. Yeah. So I had, I don't know if it's the same gecko or a different one, literally sit on my plate and have like a nose to nose conversation with me. It was amazing. You give me some taco. Yeah. And I was like, here's some taco. Let's talk. So, you know, and we have this, uh, uh, picture and we, uh, AJ got a bunch of photos, uh, from Hawaii that we've taken over the years and had them all framed and they're in our living room. Right. And we put this guy at the front door because AJ said, you know, he looks so welcoming. He yeah. looks like the embodiment of aloha. Yeah. Um, you know, we have all types of uh, ethereal reasoning as to why we ran into him that day. AJ thinks it was the island speaking to us, literally telling us, it's going to be all right. It's going to be okay. If you've seen this photo, it's the look of a little lizard telling you. It's all right. It's all right, man. Yeah. Which is really kind of... For that day in particular, yeah. And, you know, like Hawaii, uh, that's kind of a Hawaiian attitude, right? So maybe we're projecting it onto him. But it seems like it was an overall feeling of, chill out, man. Yeah, it's, it's going to be all good. So we have this little guy when you enter our home. By the way, we're pretty sure we're both going to end up getting him tattooed. Oh, it's us. just such an amazing picture. Right? Like, you want him on your body. And um, this picture inevitably always leads back to... The day AJ broke her foot. Now, this happened in what year? 2019. 2019. It was Bef- December, I believe it was December 27th. 
Okay. So this is right before the world goes sideways. I did not know this, but AJ has been kind of holding on to some negative energy from that incident. Yeah. It's it's been a few years. I mean, obviously, 2019. I just haven't really had time to process it because of the pandemic. Like, that's that's always been my joke about the pandemic is you guys should have started 2020 like I did with a broken foot. Then the pandemic wouldn't have been such a big deal. So explain that for us. So you were on this whale watching trip, right? It's me, you, and our son. And we're on this boat with this captain who we've used before, by the way. Yeah, I requested her because she was so awesome the year before. So we're on this boat. You're doing whale watching, which I've said watching is an interesting term to use because it's really whale hunting. Yeah. Now, I know hunting implies that we're, we're, we're not, we're not them, capturing and killing. No. But you, it's not like they all come to a certain geographical location every day. And you just go watch them. No, they're somewhere. You have to find them, yeah. And you have to go out and you got to find them. So it's kind of like you're getting into a wild goose chase. Yeah. All these captains are talking to each other. Hey, they're over here. Hey, they're over here. And you have to stay a certain amount away from them. Yeah, because, there's all yeah. types of rules and shit. So this was, we, we found now through being, luckily enough, being to Hawaii three different times, which is incredible, and I'm so grateful for it. Count, 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 count for yourself. Five. I'm sorry, here. even five. 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 Thank you very much. Yeah. I got my first one, and then I got a couple with you, or three with you. And then I no, have two. Two? So oh. you've been there four times. I got four. Yeah. I got four. Um, but regardless, we've realized that the winter is a tumultuous time for the ocean. Like it's a just it's oh, not yeah. a very very calm time. Understandably, you know, the rest of the world is cold. Yeah, so yeah. um the water was pretty choppy that day and we noticed it and the captain said, Yeah, you know, there have been tours canceled the last couple of days because the water's so choppy. Yeah. So um, we uh, were, I wouldn't say chasing down a whale, but kind of, we were going pretty fast. You're chasing to a certain area where, yeah. where someone had said, oh, I see one. Because you got to and... get there, otherwise the whale's gone. So yeah. we were going pretty fast, hit a pretty big wave, and I wasn't holding on tight enough, and I like went airborne across the deck. Now that I think about it, I'm shocked I didn't go overboard, actually. Yeah. But I went flying across the deck and landed on my foot. And broke my ankle. Now, in the moment, of course, AJ played it off like it's no big deal. She knows that an event like that, understandably with any child, is going to have a big impact, right? That's what they're going to remember about it. With our son being on the spectrum, you can kind of amplify that, right? Yeah. Uh, he, He would have difficulty processing those emotions. So AJ really kind of sucks it up on this fucking trip. And she's puking overboard from the pain. I mean, my ankle um, was like the size yeah. of a volleyball. Like it was, hu- and I knew it was bad, yeah. but I didn't want to ruin the yeah. day for everybody else. So we literally get done with this boat trip. And like, as soon as we get back to the dock, they're, they're kind of like, all right, well, you know, we got to get the boat ready for the next uh, tour. So see ya. Yeah. And I was literally at the point of like, do you need an ambulance? And AJ, because, you know, above anything, she's fiscally responsible. She said, don't you fucking dare call don't an ambulance. Don't call an ambulance. Right? She'll I'm be not having, bleeding out. She'll be having a fucking stroke. She'll be like, you drive me to an ambulance. Drive me. So, you know, essentially after the boat thing happens, we part company and we're now on our own in the island trying to get you medical care. Yeah. And, and we weren't, and was the day of, we weren't sure if I needed it. 
I, I was like, you know, I don't know. I've sprained my ankle so many times. Maybe this is just the worst. Yeah, because you ever. weren't even. We didn't know what it was, but you no. just knew that your ankle blew up like a softball. Which, yeah, again, I, for you, you've had those kind of injuries. Yeah, but this one was different. It was different yeah. places. It was much bigger. And I, the the moment I realized it is when I got in the shower. Yeah. And realized that it felt like my foot was detached from the rest of my leg, and I said, "That's bad." Like I couldn't even feel it. So we end up uh, eventually getting AJ some medical care. We had to go to a hospital. That's how we meet up. After we go to the urgent care. After we go to the urgent care. We went to an urgent care. That's another story. Well, we went to the urgent care and they said, um, how did you hurt your ankle? I said, on a whale watching boat. And they literally said, the doctor will not see you. I said, you're kidding, right? Due to litigation. Yeah, he's like, they're like, well, he's friends with a lot of the tour company owners. I said, I'm not here to sue. I'm here to get an x-ray. And they're like, nope, go to the hospital. So, um, which kind of brings us to the uh, next portion of this, right? So... Uh, AJ obviously finds out there is a a, a break. Well, in, no, not till yeah. we got back to no, Michigan. No, not then. I'm, I'm kind of jumping yeah. ahead. But AJ finds out eventually, back on the mainland before the world goes nuts, that uh, this is a break in her foot, and this is kind of a big deal. She's a dance teacher. You know, she has to rehab this thing. She's wearing a big fucking boot. And, of course, during that time, you start to think, okay, do should we be looking into possibly suing this place just, just for, for medical costs. For medical costs. Because we know how it is, man. Like, I mean. We got a $300 bill from the ER. Yeah, you're going to start getting bills the for walking, this shit. Yeah, the CT scan was almost $1,000. Yeah. The walking boot was $250. And, of course, this is after insurance, you know. Yeah. I'm like, this sucks, man. But, you know, you sign a waiver when you get on the exactly. boat. Exactly. Like, that's the other part. And I remember making contact once going, hey, is is there a chance you can email me over a copy of those waivers? Yeah. And I never heard anything. No. Back. And so that's when I kind of looked at AJ. I said, well, I don't think they want to talk to us anymore. And we had kind of, by the way, theorized when the actual at- incident happened that the captain may have been doing some quick uh, phone work. Because as soon as it happened, uh, we do remember the captain getting on their phone. and She was texting a lot. A lot. And, and AJ and I theorized, well, I bet you they were texting home base like, holy shit, this yeah. lady just, you know, got fucked up on the boat. CYA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like trying to do some some CYA work, right? Um and I didn't, you know, I we had contacted a lawyer and I mean again, it wasn't, you know, to to bankrupt anybody. It was just no, like No, it was hey. just medical costs, right? Cuz yeah. again, these are small businesses. They're owned by mom and pop. But the fact that she had said that yeah. day, we you know, other trips have been canceled. I was thinking maybe they should have canceled ours too, yeah. but you know. So um Talk to a lawyer and lawyer basically same thing goes, this sucks because they do this. He's like, they, they should cancel tours when yeah. they, and they don't cause they want the money and then it's unsafe waters. Well, and- ironically enough, the day yeah. I was in the ER, um, the nurse said, oh yeah, there was a lady in here about an hour ago. She broke her back on oh, one of those right. tours and he's like, she's stuck on the Island for like three months now, <laughs> but it was the same thing. He's like, yeah, they go out when they're not supposed to. Yeah. So the lawyer basically tells us. Unless you get in a little bit deeper financially and it really hurts your pocket, probably isn't in anyone's interest to pursue this for just what it's going to end up being. You go, okay. And I essentially at that point really kind of shelve it. You know, I go, all right, like she's going to rehab from it and that's that. Unbeknownst to me, you kind of like, I didn't know this, you held on to kind of like a lot of, I don't know, like just negative thoughts and emotions well, about yeah. it. And- it was just really traumatic. And I, I, I remember talking to my therapist about it. And I'm like, I don't know why it bothers me so much, but like there was just no bedside manner on the boat. It was very much like at one point the captain asked Pat 
to go in the cooler and get ice for my ankle. And I was like, you know, she just doesn't seem to give a shit. And then they like shuffled us off the boat way faster than I could walk at that point. And I said, you know, I just kind of felt thrown out. Like, you know, they didn't want me there because I was a liability. Like, yeah, that was your big thing that you said. You felt like they were just trying to get away from you as fast as possible. As fast as possible. Yeah. I mean, they they brought the boat back early. They're like, we have another tour. We got to clean it. So they kind of shuffled us off. I'm like, it just, it sucked. And I just kind of felt like I was thrown out like trash. And I've been sitting on it for a few years because it sucks because I love the company that gave us the tour. We had to great tour the year before they're good people it's a small company especially during the pandemic i'm like i'm not gonna you know see i was gonna say because as soon as you start processing all this we get into pandemic time yeah i mean you this happens literally in the last week of 2019 we talked to a lawyer in january of 2020 yeah and then in march that's when everything you know went upside down so i'm like you know i'm not gonna bother these they're probably going out of business now because they have no tourism so it's been bothering me and I've had it on my list. I have a list of things to do on my phone and a note at all times. Yeah. And at the bottom of the list is um, the word Kona. And to me, that was send an email to the company, just telling them how you feel. You're not asking for anything, but you know, maybe get it off your chest. And I can't tell you how many times I've almost deleted that without doing it. I'm like, it's not worth it. This is stupid. Yeah. Just, you know, you're, you're being petty and blah, blah, blah. But then yesterday I said, you know what? I'm just going to do it because I'm, I'm literally not asking for anything. I told them that in the email. I said, I'm not asking for money. I'm not asking for sympathy. Just, you know, if this happens to somebody else, maybe be a little more cognizant and, and, yeah. you know, caring about it instead of pushing them off the boat. So here you are two and a half years later, almost, um, saying, yeah, I have I have found my moment. Yes, and this I, is my yeah. time. You're motivated. I'm writing this email because it, it, I'm like it will be a weight off your chest. Okay. And so I did it yesterday. I sent it, and they called me in the afternoon, and I was like, oh my god! Like I hope again. I just hope they don't see me as like I'm seeking something. I was literally just like, yeah, this happened so long ago. I mean, it's almost ridiculous how how long I, I waited. You know, I was going to say it is, and it is usually in most situations, especially when it comes to customer relations, no matter what it is, it's a pretty instant action reaction yes where if you know i get denied service at this bar because i'm too drunk i'm on yelp the next day well, and that's going fuck these motherfuckers right so i had left an amazing review for them after our first tour because they were an amazing they are it's still an amazing company yeah you know great tour guides i loved them i took my review down i didn't write a bad one i just took down the good one okay because i'm like all right you know like because i i knew i'm like don't let your emotions get the best you you." really did kind of the anti-karen stuff yeah you did not go and, and aj talks about this all the time that before you go on your social media blast Take the appropriate steps. Go talk to the company. Talk to the, the company. Talk to the manager. Move up the chain. If all that fails, then sure. you go leave a shitty Yelp review. Then you go. Um, but I wasn't going to do that and jeopardize yeah. their their company. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to sit on this until I'm ready to deal with it. So you 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 deal with it. You email on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah. And then boom, your phone lights. Yeah, I got a phone call from Hawaii in the afternoon, and I don't I don't think it's the owner, but she's like the yeah. CEO or whatever. Did you immediately th- realize that's going to be them? 
Did you? No, th- did, no. Yeah. So, so were you still like, well, oh, maybe this is whoever? Because I was working yesterday, and so you know, when you're working with you know a national news organization, sometimes you get phone calls from weird ass numbers. Okay. And and because I was working, I said, well, maybe that has to do with work. Yeah. So I didn't answer it, and maybe 15 minutes later, I'm like, oh no shit, I bet it's them. Because I emailed them this morning, and they're quite a few hours behind us. They yeah. just got up, figured it all out. So, you know, they were like, hey, give us a call back. We want to talk. And I did. And I kept reiterating. I'm like, I am not here to shit all over your company. I'm not asking for money, reimbursement, nothing. Yeah. It was just more of a, hey, you know, this was very traumatic. Yeah. And, really, and it really affected my life. I mean, I had a hard time teaching dance. I was told by my physical therapist, you're never going to dance again. And, you know, fortunately, I overcame all that and ended up going to, like, the world qualifying yeah, event I, last fall. I, I was going to say, remember, this is all we've talked, you know, this year, especially in the podcast, about AJ and her Irish dancing and kind of the new heights you've reached in it this year. I've achieved goals and I never thought I would before. So, so that, for me, like, that's part of the healing. I'm yeah. like, okay, I got there. I did it. You felt like to heal from it. You needed to physically heal yourself. Yes. Um, but this is part of, like, the emotional healing aspect yeah. of it. So I said, you know, it just sucks. I didn't feel like the bedside manner was good. They didn't offer to call an ambulance when we got back. I'm like, my husband was pretty irritated about the whole thing. And I'm like, nobody contacted me after that to check in. You know, you just you think something like, that they yeah. care but i'm like you know i felt like as we signed a waiver they just blew us off yeah kind of like fuck you next one yeah. yeah um the woman on the other end uh, was the most amazing she felt so bad and of course her first thing is why didn't you call earlier and i said listen the pandemic hit i wasn't gonna you know bring this up it just seemed I mean, like think about potatoes. it yeah. the pandemic hits we work in the media during the pandemic holy smokes um and we ended up losing then our we job ended up losing the our job then we end up you know figuring out where we're gonna live. so we had had so much shit go on and, and really and I, for us it become such a memory well it was and i also said you know i didn't even know if you guys stayed in business so many businesses Fuck that, that have to right? deal with tourism shut down i said i wasn't you know i wasn't even gonna explore this because it seemed like small potatoes And I said, but I'm like, this was just an emotional thing that was weighing on me. And I'm like, you know, now that everything is kind of calming down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I just want to let you know. And the first thing she said was, well, I just went back and looked at the notes from your tour and nobody said anything. Yeah. So it wasn't wasn't documented. um, The captain that we had no longer works for them. She Mm. let me know that. Obviously not because of me, but she said, you know, it was another incident. But she's like, you know, I cannot believe that there are no notes about it. Nobody said anything. And I said, that's weird because she was texting a lot, thought she was telling everybody back at the dock, yeah. like, shit, you know, somebody's injured. Like, on the I had contact them afterwards yeah. to get a hold of our waivers. So, so that would, pissed yeah. me off even more than I'm like, wow, they really did throw me out like the trash. Like, yeah. they just wanted to get rid of me. And she was so sweet. She actually, ironically, has had the same fracture that I did. Yeah. Um, it's called your talus bone. It, like, connects your foot to your ankle. And she okay. goes, it's awful. Like, it's just a really hard place to heal. And she's like, I feel you. And I said, you know, this was just about kind of awareness. And, again, I'm not going to publicly shit talk you. And I'm not asking for money. She's like, what can I do for you? What do you want? And I said, really, this is it. This yeah. phone call is what I wanted. Like, I appreciate it. You sound like me before when I brought like a big, um, a big uh, issue of corporate. Uh, uh, what, do, what do we call it? Malfeasance uh, to light before Such to a great word to a uh, company. And, and they were like, what do you want us to do with this information? And I'm like, nothing. Just have it. I just want you to have it. Yes. That's all I want. That's right? it. And I told her, I'm like, I'm not here to try and get free stuff from you. I just want you to know and maybe, you know, pass it along that something like this happens. Yeah, and, and by the way, this is very. 
very AJ. If you want to know the core of who she is as a person inside of her soul, this is it. Like literally not complaining. And then when she does doing it, not really on behalf of herself, but kind of more for other people. Well, it was traumatic. Like, yeah. you know, she's still not fully taking like ownership of it. Well, it's not all about me. It's about other people and the people who are going to come after her and I want them to improve this. So yeah, this is I mean, really I'll, who she is. If I owned a business like that, I would expect them to offer to call an ambulance when we get back and maybe send out an email the next day saying, how is it going? Yeah. That didn't happen. And that's really all I expected. And she's like, listen, we've had, she's like, it's the ocean. And I said, yeah, I'm like, this was just an unfortunate accident. Sure. But she said, you know, I drove somebody to the hospital who didn't want an ambulance before. So she's like, we didn't know this happened. I'm so mad. But she's like, obviously, I can't talk to the captain about it. She doesn't work here anymore. Yeah, so she already kind of reinforces what you want to know about that certain captain. Yeah, so obviously (laughs) this was, you know, this is something that ended up ending her career there. But, you know, she she said, I'm going to refund your trip. And I said, it's totally not necessary. This is like almost three years ago. She goes, no, I want to. So while we're talking, she's doing it without telling me. She goes, I just refunded your trip. What else? What else can I do for you? I shit you not. AJ, who, by the way, again, I didn't know that she had emailed this woman. I didn't know that she had been holding on to this for so long. Le- like comes in from outside and goes, Hey, we just got refunded for that whale watching trip that we went on where I broke my foot. And I just, again, I felt so bad. I'm like, I, I even said, I'm not here for money or any freebies. I just want you to know what happened and she, don't let it happen to Literally, else. she's like, so I don't know what credit card you use. But <laughs> That's how long ago it was. And like, I don't even remember how much it was, but it's going to be any, and, and, I, and I shit you not, within an hour, I get an email yeah. from this place going, hey, uh, this much money is being refunded on your credit card. I go, Art, what is happening? Well, and that was what I said to her too. I'm like, I just, like, if you guys are struggling financially with the pandemic, please don't feel yeah, you're obligated. You're not trying to squeeze no. them, yeah. I'm not trying to squeeze you for anything. It's far, it's gone, yeah. you know. But she's probably still, she's probably still thinking about how much fucking money they could have lost in a lawsuit. Well, yeah. She's thinking of refunding you, your, your ticket no price deal. versus what they would have had to pay extra. Holy yeah. smokes. She was so nice about it. And she's like, next time you come to the islands, call my cell phone and we'll book you a trip for free. Dude, and I'm like, it's, on. I just felt bad because I'm like, on. I didn't want any of this. I just wanted you to. AJ, we they, need to go to the island. We need a vacation. She's the reason. They went so above and beyond and it was, oh, it just so. was, it was, it's just nice to all the all I wanted was to feel seen for a couple minutes and I did that's it not only did you uh, feel seen but now you feel heard and uh, yes. my uh, credit card balance feels lighter <laughs> the Pat and AJ podcast network is available on all your favorite audio platforms subscribe today follow Pat and AJ on Twitter Instagram YouTube and Facebook now at Pat and AJ Pat and Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.